This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Jalyn Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn at the network, and he'll put you online with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever-so-lovely Miss Daisy Charlotte. Hi, John. Hi, everyone. Hi, Daisy. This is Talking Pets. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind People stopping staring I can't see their faces Only the shadows of their eyes I'm going while the sun keeps shining Through the pouring rain Going well the weather suits my clothes We want to welcome onto the program a special guest. His name is Tim Link, nationally syndicated radio host, animal communicator, and Reiki practitioner. Created his Wagging Tails consulting practice upon discovering his Talk to the Animals abilities. He often works with animal rescue organizations and lives in Cumming, uh, Georgia. His website is www.talkingwithdogsandcats.com. We welcome him onto the program right now. He's the author of Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. And it's uh, put out by New World Library. I want to welcome him on, Tim Link. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Welcome back to Talking Pets. Hi, Tim. Well, thanks hey, very much, Tim. Grant. Hey, guys. Hey, good to hear from everybody. Great to be back on. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on with us, and uh, we've got things to talk about. And right off the bat, how many books have you written now? Well, we've got uh, two books out there, uh, but in addition, I write for about a dozen different magazines, and I've got uh, audio meditations out there and workshops, and uh, you can find just about everything you want if you want to be able to chat with your pets. Now, I would imagine that uh, talking with dogs and cats, uh, they can find this in bookstores and also online. Yeah, they can find it in all major bookstores and online. And while they're at, they can take a look at uh, the other book, which is called Wagging Tells, T-A-L-E-S, because every animal has a tail, and that's available uh, online as well. That is not true. Every animal does not have a tail, <laughs> or they have a shorter tail. <laughs> well, we're considered animals, too, uh-huh. and we don't have tails. <laughs> I just, that's right. I'm just well, joking because key... I have Rottweilers, that's and of course, right. we, we crop their tails. So. Well, we... they had a tail. Yeah. Well, the... Yes, they did. That's I know, right. because well, the... my... My twin has a Roddy, too, and she brought him from Germany and has his tail, and I tease her all the time that it's not a real rot. <laughs> right. Well, you, 
you've got well, a dedication. What I always refer to, though, yeah, what I always refer to is that it's not not necessarily the tells they wag, but it's the tells they tell. T A L E. Oh, so every one of them has a very conversation and something to say to you. Well, you have a dedication in the book, and it's uh, to many animals who have taught and continue to teach me almost everything I know about animals, and to my wife, Kim, who continues to support me on my life's journeys. That's good when you have support. Everybody needs support out there. That's, uh, that's a definite. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I couldn't do it without my wife. You know, this is, uh, as you know, it is when you're working with animals in all different capacities, whether it's radio shows, television, print, whether it's consultations, whatever it may be, that there's a lot that goes into it. So you need a good support system behind you, good people that believe in you, and uh, obviously good animals to work with. Tim, i got to ask you, though, I mean, how do you actually communicate with the animals? Yeah, for me, it's it's really a connection uh, with them. So when I first started this, you know, it was a total surprise, I will say, John. You know, I, I spent 20 years as a telecom executive, uh, always loved animals, always had lo- animals in our life. Uh, my wife, Kim, is, uh, you know, my Ellie Mae Clampett, so she's never seen a critter she didn't like. <laughs> um, Love it. We but, had her uh, you know, yeah. Fast now, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, but, but this started for me. Yeah, John, this started for me a little bit. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sorry, stepping all over each other tonight. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, for me though. Yeah, the conversation really with the animals. You know, I'm able to connect with them uh, energetically, and I'm able to be able to hear and see and feel things from them. So, however, they want to communicate back with me, whether it's in the form of feelings, motions, smells, tastes, uh, words, whatever it may be. That's how they communicate back to me. And I sort of work as a conduit between you and your animal to see uh, what they have to I say so for themselves and see if we can uh, continue to build that bond. I, I, I so get that because, I mean, when I, like, even today I have, you know, five dogs that I'm boarding. And I introduce them in different ways and I introduce them specifically each dog to each other dog at and I watch everything that they do and I watch all their body movements and I I talk to them you know in my language but they look at me and they react to me in their language with their body movements and their tails and everything because every tail has a tail to tell so you know it, it, it I understand what you're saying it's a great thing you have yeah absolutely you know and, and, go ahead <laughs> I don't know if we have a delay okay. between us or what, but I, I've never. <laughs> yeah, I think there is some kind of delay going on because, uh, you know, I've never stepped over anybody like this before. <laughs> Maybe it's the communication between us. Hey, John. That's right, John. Let, let's do it the old-fashioned way. You talk, I answer, and then uh, somebody else will talk, and I answer. How about that? Awesome. <laughs> well, then I have to put tape over Jilly's mouth. <laughs> I know. I, I always talk too much. Sorry, guys. Sorry. What is the way that you would actually say to build a better relationships with your pets? Uh, best way for me, I, what I always recommend is you've got to communicate with them, uh, both verbally and visually. And what I mean by that is uh, when you say a word to an animal or a series of words, they understand what you're talking about. And, you know, we know this from our training techniques. We know that if we're training a dog, we have to, we're teaching them how to set, stay, lay, leave it. And they're going off those verbal commands. But my uh, uh, my theory on this is they understand a lot more than what we're talking about. When we start talking about going on vacation, for instance, their mood, their attitude, their personality changes because they think that it's it's something going to impact them. Some, well, how's it going to impact them, and is it going to happen right now? Uh, so I think strong verbal communication with them so they understand what you're talking about. 
And every time you say a word or a series of words, you automatically send out a, a visual picture, a subconscious picture of what you're talking about. So if I'm talking about going on vacation to the beach, I see the beach and I'm projecting that out there and animals pick up on that. And then, of course, the positive energy that comes along with that, uh, animals always respond to positive energy. So I think the combination, you know, communicating with them verbally, sending out a strong visual uh, image uh, picture of what you're wanting to tell them and then be positive about it, feel positive about it, use positive reinforcement. Uh, that's the best way I've found to communicate with them. You know, it's interesting because I've had that experience with humans myself, actually. I was able to see what they were doing at the time, what they were wearing. I described it to them while talking on the telephone, and usually they don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because I was 100% right. <laughs> did, did you have well, anybody well, I'll like tell that? You, I'll yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned a real quick story. I won't name names on here, obviously, right. but hold on uh, early story, on though. when I started. Hold, hold on to that yeah, story, Tim. Absolutely. That's that's going to be our cliffhanger there. So when we come back, Tim's going to give us that story. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Give us a call at 844-305-7800. The third caller that calls in right now, compliments of uh, Tim Link and, of course, his publisher. What we're going to do is send you out a complimentary copy of Communicating with Your Pets. It's Talking with Dogs and Cats. Joining the conversation to improve behavior and bond with your animals. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Call right now, and the book is yours. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. What if you could protect the life of your cat with something so simple and affordable that you already use every day? Get ready for the evolution of kitty litter. It's Kitty Litter. Along with all the features you've come to expect from your kitty litter, Pretty Litter's patented and scientific formula will also monitor your cat's health and detect illnesses early while providing industry-leading odor control. Two kitty litters, same cat, same price. But there's one important difference. Pretty Litter reacts to your cat's waste by detecting health issues simply by changing color. And the key is that Pretty Litter detects these issues before your cat shows symptoms of physical illness or pain, likely saving you major dollars in vet bills while protecting the health of your cat. What do you think, little guy? Ready to switch litter? Pretty Litter. Colorful insight into your cat's health. Go to prettylittercats.com forward slash cat 101 or use coupon code cat 101 to get 20% off your first subscription order. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Governor Jerry Brown signed Assembly Bill 1776 on September 6th, establishing a pilot program that would authorize medical technicians to provide emergency ground-based transportation to veterinary facility for police dogs injured in the line of duty. This bill would authorize the County of San Bernardino to work with Inland County's Emergency Medical Agency to conduct a pilot project starting January 1st, 2019, in which they collect specified data about the results and submit a report to the legislature by January 1st, 2022. 
As an exception, there must be no person requiring medical attention or transportation at the scene when the request is made, and the ambulance must have a policy permitting the transportation of, a, of an injured police dog. The canine handler must accompany the dog and remain in full control during transport. Additionally, the canine handler remains responsible for any first aid given to the injured police dog during transport. Remember to join our pet family on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TalkingPets.com. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Daisy Charlotte. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Don't forget, by the way, that you can watch us live um, and listen if you wish. If you can't hear us on your favorite radio station, please recommend us. But if you can't, go to Facebook and uh, go at Talking Pets Radio. No G in the talking. And at Talking Pets Radio. And you can watch us right now on Facebook and listen to us there as well. So, again, at Talking Pets Radio. And we're speaking, of course, with Tim Link. He is the author of of a new book out there called Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. Now, before we get back into some questions, Tim, you said you had a story for us. What is that? Yeah, quite funny story. A um, friend of mine, had she had went on vacation with her husband, and she always takes her three cats with her. And as usual, the cats sleep on the end of the bed uh, while they're sleeping. Well, as you know, on vacation, sometimes you get a little bit extra time with your spouse or your partner, uh, so let's just say they um, had a, a nice time the evening before. Uh, but she woke up uh, in the middle of the night in a, a little bit of a fevered sweat, thinking, oh, my gosh, my cats were in the bed while me and my husband were, well, you paint the picture. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if they have, are, are <laughs> they going to tell Tim on me? What's going on here? <laughs> so the next morning she uh, she gives me a call, and she's all serious about it, and, and she said, Tim, I, I just got to know. I just got to know. Do my cats really know that? Will will they say anything <laughs> about what had happened? And of course, I, they didn't say anything. I didn't know this, but I just hypothetically said, "No, they didn't say too much. They just wanted to uh, show me the picture of your white gown with the pink flowers on it." Um, all of a sudden, the uh, phone went dead. There was dead silence, and uh, a, and she hung up on me. Uh, I found out the next day that yes, that evening she was wearing a uh, a white gown with pink flowers on it. So. <laughs> So <laughs> weird. I mean, the way that I mean, I can I can explain too, and I like I haven't really. I mean, I kind of feel sometimes I communicate with my cats, um, but you know, there was cases that I had sometimes. Like one person I was talking to, and you know, I called, and we were just like when I moved here, we were becoming friends and everything like that. And so I called him up and said, "What do you want to do? You want to go have a drink?" And I said, "Well, you just got out of the shower, and you got a peach towel on on your dresser. You got some." cologne bottles about two or three on the right hand side and a vase on the left and i said no i'm not outside your window and he was looking outside the window at the time 
And I've, ne- I've never been to his place or anything because we just kind of got a group of friends when I moved here and everything. And it was like, and he was, and after that, he never talked to me again. He was like, you're strange. And it's like, I was like, okay, yeah, I am. My friends told me, I, I called them in the middle of the night and I tell them what happened. And they're, they're like, okay, you're a freak. I'm like, no, I just, I, I saw it. I, I think actually, I, I, when, I dreamt it. When you have a deja vu and stuff like that, I think there's a lot to that. We we only use a small percentage of our brains anyway as humans. So uh, imagine if you're able to use more of your brain power. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, Tim, back me on this or not, but I think that human beings have a lot more. I'm, I'm going to say this word, but that's not exactly what I mean. Like superhuman powers. Um, but in a way, there's a lot more that we can do that we're not aware of. They just don't know know how to access Exa- it. Exactly. Do you agree on that? Yeah, I, I totally do. I, you know, I, I do believe that uh, when we're at a very young age, you know, anything's possible when we open ourselves up to everything around us. That's why we're more in tune with when we're a child talking to our animals and, and connecting with our parents and opening ourselves up because nobody's really taught that out of us, told us that that's not a proper way of, of doing things. And as we get older and we go through our education process and what's acceptable to society, um, that's where it gets uh, put on the back burner. And we lose that gift. We lose that ability. And what we have to do as humans is go back to that, get our, get our quiet spot, open ourselves up to it, realize there's a lot more around us and a lot more that we can communicate with and connect with than we could ever believe. And the key thing behind that is once you do open yourself up to that and you connect with other people, other animals, and the things around you, and you receive it, and you learn to trust what you're receiving, which is the key, mm-hmm. uh, then it's going to open you up to all kinds of, of ways to communicate and have better relationships and bonds with uh, the people around you and the animals around you and just uh, uh, society and nature in general. But you have to open yourself up to it, and you have to believe whatever it is you're receiving, and that's the key. I find, actually, if you listen to your gut, it's mm-hmm. usually right. And the first thing that pops into your head is usually the answer. Exactly. But we have a tendency sometimes to, to dwell on it, and then we start changing. Right. And we're like, oh, maybe instead of number right. one, it's number two, or it's number four, or, you know, or something like that. But no, go with the first one. It's number one. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's the way it is. Go Can, right to that. I mean, like, and, and, and are, do you think that some pets are, are more talkative than, than others? I, I, I believe that, and I'd love to know your, your voice on that. Yeah, I think each animal, you know, they they don't have these preconceived ideas and they don't talk themselves out of it, as you guys have said. So they're open. They use their intuitive gifts. They they use their telepathic connection to be able to communicate with each other. So each animal, just like each human, has their own unique personality. So some are are more talkative and they 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 never shut up and they you know their hands are talking they're moving. There's all kinds of animation <laughs> as well as verbalization. Uh, and others verbal, are more subdued, some of them are you know, very verbal too, and and you're just and you're yeah. like, I get what you're saying, I understand. <laughs> Tim, don't go away. That's can it. you stay That's with us? Can you stay with us a little bit longer? Absolutely. Okay, don't Absolutely. go away. We're, we're speaking with Tim Link. Well, there's definitely some kind of communication between you and I going on. Um, so it's because you don't have a tail, John. I don't know. But Tim Link is the author of Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. You can find it on bookstores or in bookstores. You can find it online. Try Amazon.com and whatever else. And uh, by the way, Alice in Vancouver, Washington, you're getting a complimentary copy, so enjoy it. And the uh, number three caller that calls in right now to Quinn will also get a copy of the book, Compliments of Tim Link and, of course, his publishing company, um, and talking pets. So call right now, and it's yours at 844 305 
Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Put on a perfectly possum pet party. Having an awesome birthday or adoption day celebration for your four-legged friend? Or just want a fun excuse to throw a fun party with your friends from the dog park? Deck out your party with Molly and Bandit Pet Party Accessories, party products designed specifically for pets. There are wearables, including adjustable pet party hats, bow ties, and tutus. The photo prop kits include funny glasses and hats. The party supplies and decorations include coordinating table covers, party banners, cake decorations, and treat bowls, cups, and bags. Everything you need to create great memories and Instagram-worthy photos. They're available in two colorful themes, Tropical and Fireman. It's a dog's life. Celebrate it with Molly and Bandit Pet Party at mollyandbanditpetparty.com slash petlife. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet industry spending grew 14.6% last year to a record $77.13 billion, according to the new data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. John Gibbons explains on his Pet Business Professor blog that the pet food segment was up to 17.4% to $31.1 billion. The veterinary segment grew 14.1% to $20.67 billion. And the pets and supplies category was up 17.3% to $18.58 billion. The pet service sector, meanwhile, decreased 1% to $6.77 billion. Data to the newly released U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Expenditure Survey was gathered by the U.S. Census Bureau for over 42,000 interviews and spending uh, diaries at Gibbons Explained. He notes that the rise in pet food spending was the second largest increase in history, trailing only behind a 5.4 billion lift in 2015. The trend of humanizing our pets is very accurately reflected in the evolution of pet food. We become increasingly more conscious of fulfilling the health needs of our pets, beginning with the first move to perform to pre- premium foods in 2014, he says. The ramps up considerably after the melamine scare in 2007. Now consumers read pet food labels, research ingredients, and expect their pet foods to meet the same quality standards as the best human foods. Remember to join our pet family on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TalkingPets.com. Reporting for Talking Pets, this is Jalen Sidlow.
And this is Talking Pets and what we wanted you. <laughs> Give us a call at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. And I'm Daisy Charlotte. So pick up the phone and give us a call. And, um, of course, if you've got a question or a comment for Tim Link, we're speaking with him about his book, Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. And congratulations to our buddy George out there in Otello, Washington, and uh, his dog, Mojo. And um, he wanted to say hi. So, uh, George out there, love you. Hope you're doing well. Hope your dog's doing great. And uh, it's always great to hear from you. And congratulations on getting the book by Tim Link. I know you're going to enjoy it. So, Tim, as we're talking about the book and everything like that, how how did you feel about it in the beginning when you started being able to like see things and understand things and and listen to dogs and cats and other things. I mean, did it kind of freak you out? Well, I tell you, it, it was it was definitely a surprise, and I went through a series of emotions to wow, this is really cool. Uh, this is really strange. Uh, when I first started connecting with them and communicating, I thought, you know, I must be on a roll here. Right? Maybe I should go to Vegas. Maybe I should play some lottery tickets <laughs> because you know, <laughs> something's going on here. I wish it would work that way. But, I'd be rich. Uh, yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, exactly. If they can just give me the num- winning numbers, I'd be okay. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's something I, I, I got into gradually. You know, I, I wanted to make sure I, what I was receiving was accurate, and, and I knew what to do with it and how I could do good with it to help people and their animals. And so I started working with my own animals and building, uh, getting a little bit more information and more trust in what I'm receiving. Uh, later became uh, uh, part of an animal healing ministry at my church, and then later became president of a humane society here in the uh, greater Georgia area. So it gave me more and more opportunities, and uh, you know, there really there was a time where um, the word got out and knew the work that I did and how I was helping people with their animals in all types of uh, different ways, as far as uh, bonding with each other, communicating with each other, uh, grief counseling, uh, missing animals. Uh, so the word got out, and so you know, the emails came, the calls came, and I had to sort of make a decision of. Uh, you know, was this something that was real, and I needed to work with it, and this is my purpose for being here? Or is this something I should keep quiet, because, you know, it's a lot easier to, to stay in the shadows. Um, but I stepped forward, and I left my 20-year career in telecom behind and started uh, my wagging tails business and uh, haven't looked back. How old are you right now? I'm you in my so mid-50s. Lucky, so I w- I'm sorry, I missed it. How yeah, old? Late- I'm in my mid-50s. Really? No, I was wrong on that because I, uh, you've got a very young voice. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, you've accomplished a lot well, at such a young age. Yeah, thanks. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I think it's one of those things where, you know, um, I, I think gifts, I think we all have gifts. I think we all have purposes um, of all sorts, and uh, we have to identify what that is. And that doesn't always come uh, when you're young. Um, sometimes we struggle through life as humans trying to figure out why we're really here. And uh, I think we open ourselves up to it and let the universe decide uh, that pur- purpose and uh for being here will present itself, and once it does, whether you're young or old, you should uh, should go with it. And uh, I think you're going to have a much more fulfilled life and uh, do a lot more uh, better things in the world. And how did your friends and, and family react to everything that you did, just dropping your job and going with your gut, which is excellent because your advice is amazing and what you do is amazing? Yeah, I think, you know, it's been a mixed bag. You know, uh, I will say early on that uh, there were some that uh, uh, could not deal with it, didn't understand it, didn't want to understand it, and uh, uh, chose to move on. Uh, there are others that sort of uh, put it in a basket that they could understand. So, uh, you know, they say, well, okay, oh, you're like that uh, dog trainer guy uh, or gal, you know, so you do dog training. I'm like, well, no, I really don't, but okay. 
if that's what you have to, to present to yourself to deal with it, then that's fine. Um, but I think the key thing behind it is um, as people come and go in your life, you know, they're here for a season and a reason and a lifetime. And the ones that are here for a lifetime are very few, so you should treasure them. But the rest of them you have to bless and move on because you realize that you're in a different place in, in, in your life and your purpose for being here. And so it's going to open up more opportunities and more people to come your way. So I found myself quickly surrounded by uh, people that uh, wanted uh, to be, you know, uh, believe in what I do and, and to have me help them out. Uh, so it's uh, it's much different than it used to be, but I, I think it's much grander than it's ever been. We're going to give away one more book. So if somebody calls right now, number three caller once again at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. You're going to get the book, Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. Uh, the first winner was Alice. Hi, Alice, in Vancouver, Washington, and George in Othello, uh, Washington. And uh, so we're open to the third book winner, so give us a call, 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. That is uh, the number to call. So, Tim, could you do like a reading or a short reading or whatever on, say, Julie's dog? <laughs> well, I usually have to have a picture of the animal so I can see and, and tap into them, you know, sort of the eyes or the windows of the soul. But, Julie, if you'll tell me a little bit about your dog and what question that you have, I will uh, I will make a connection and see what they have to say. Uh, do, you, do you need to know the breed and the sex? How you would describe your, your animal uh, to any stranger on the street. I'm curious, though. Can you do one that has passed or does it have to be still living? Uh, it can be a transition. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Well, it was a transition. It absolutely was, because the day that I lost one, I found out the other was born, and I'd been waiting for him, I'll just say that, for so long. I waited for him to come back into my life. Um, he's amazing. He's won several different championships, um, but he doesn't like to show, and I'm hoping he can follow in the footsteps of his she wasn't his real sister because they were from separate families but of course they were it was like his sister um and he's doing very well in his training um he's got a little bit of an interesting attitude but he's the most amazing creature on the face of the earth and in my eyes and i'm just trying to see where his future is going to go and tim Hold on to those thoughts because we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Tim Link, and he's going to tell Julie what he sees, what he knows, talking with dogs and cats, joining the conversation to improve behavior and bond with your animals. Um, I think we do have a third uh, winner, so uh, you guys can stop calling. Uh, you've got a popular book, Tim. Um, so 844-305-7800 is the number. We've got a couple minutes left if you have a question. 844-305-7800. But when we return... We're going to find out what Tim has to say about Julie's dog. And don't forget, you can watch us on Facebook Live and listen at Talkin' Pets Radio. This is Talkin' Pets. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> A horse represented by the Animal Legal Defense Fund won't get his day in court. A judge has denied a first-of-its-kind lawsuit by ruling that the horse, Justice, can't be a plaintiff. Now, Justice's uh, former owner has previously pleaded guilty to animal abuse. The abuse allegedly left Justice with expensive and ongoing medical needs. Now, animal rights group Animal Legal Defense Fund attempted to sue for $100,000 in economic damages and its future costs of care on his behalf. On Monday, a Washington County judge ruled that since animals can't accept legal responsibility, they can't file lawsuits. The court finds that a non-human animal such as justice lacks the legal status or qualifications necessary for the assertion of legal rights and duties in a court of law. It isn't clear if Justice and his lawyers plan to appeal the decision. Remember to join our pet family on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TalkinPets.com. Right now you're listening to Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. We're speaking with Tim Link. He's the author of Talking with Dogs and Cats, joining the conversation to improve behavior and bond with your animals. And Tim was actually, uh, we were talking to him before the break, and he's going to give some advice to Jilly right now about her dog. Hey, Tim. <laughs> hey there. Now, Jilly, uh, uh, tell me uh, the breed and the name of the dog. All right. Um, he is a uh, an American-born German Rottweiler, um, and his name is Agristas Xerxes Calius Kiran. Say that three times. <laughs> Which means ruler and, of and heroes. what do you call? What do I call him? There you go. Besides, and what do you? Besides, what do you call him? Butthead. Um, <laughs> but, oh no! Uh, you call him your buddy, don't you? I call him Doctor X. Like, and because he's he's my bae, he's my he's he's my man, he's my hus dog. I mean, seriously, I mean, yeah. he protects me. He's right, my everything. He's 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 <laughs> awesome, and and he's a water baby, like you have no idea. And um, the one before him was uh, United States Coast Guard, and I I don't want to say too much. So, but I mean, he's amazing, and he's great. He's great with That's everybody. He, um, I mean, he's he's good. He's good. He, he hates to show, so I stopped showing him, and now I'm working him in uh, different aspects of the world, of what he can either compete or he can successfully help in government. 
Before you answer that question, Tim, <laughs> I, I do want to say congratulations to Chris out in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, getting a copy of Talking with Dogs and Cats by Tim Link. So uh, enjoy that book, Chris. And Tim, your answer? Yeah. So the, one of the reasons I asked about the name, you have a more intimate name for him, a, a nicer name. He doesn't like to be referred to the other names. Uh, he, he wants to be your, your, your pal, your buddy, the, your love muffin. You know, that's what he wants when you guys are together. So, right. so find a name, uh, nicknames, pet names, whatever it may be, uh, very positive. That's one thing. Once he's not a show dog, and I know you you said that he, you don't show him anymore, but he always he never considered himself a show dog. He's and he won every time. He's, he's, he just hated doing it. Yeah, and and I knew I knew well, but, that as it, a, as a handler, if your dog doesn't like to show, don't force it to do it. That's right, because it was very commonplace for him. It was very yeah. easy for him. And what he really wants to do is be a at what I call a healer, a teacher. So, are you getting him involved in uh, any therapy classes, any any place where you can show him and teach people about the the breed and the lifestyle, and yes, uh, have him in, teach and in heal? Training to get his full therapy license right now. There you go. There you because go. So you're on the right loves, track yeah. with him. And that's yeah. He, he did, wanted at you at to know that. Thirty-two pounds. He's a snuggle muffin. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the key, and that's how he views himself and, and how he views himself to you, and that's how he wants to view himself to others. But he has a lot to teach people. The, the, the showing, these type of things, that's great. Like you said, he knocks it out of the park, but that's common. It, that's too easy. Uh, he wants to be able to do his, his fulfill his uh, true purpose, which is to teach others, to heal others. So now that you're getting him in, in that kind of capacity, you're going to see even uh, greater things from him. Well, it seems like you hit the nail on the head with that one, Tim. But yep. before we say goodbye, because we're coming up to the end right here, I wanted to ask you one final question. For people that haven't seen your book, but they, they're interested now and want to go out and purchase it, what? give me about well, about a minute and ten seconds of what you think they're going to get out of the book and why they should seek this book. Yeah, the book, I, I try to cover two different parts. One is to explain the communication process, how you can verbally communicate with your animals, use strong visualization sending visions out there to them, pictures of what you're talking to them about, and being positive about it. So I teach you a little bit about how to go about doing that and trusting that. And the second part of the book deals with sort of those top 30 things, you know, that if you have a dog or a cat, you're going to experience them sometime in your life, like the cat's no longer using the litter box. Now, why does my dog always pull me when I'm walking him on leash? Why does my dog bark at everything in the world? Uh, so I try to give you some insight to some of those common things that we all experience and give you a little bit different twist, a little bit different uh, way of viewing things and helping you communicate better with your animals and build a, a greater bond. Sounds good. Great book, Talking with Dogs and Cats, Joining the Conversation to Improve Behavior and Bond with Your Animals. It's by the author himself, Mr. Tim Link. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. So we highly recommend that you check it out. It's put out by New World Library. Uh, and again, what's your website if people want to know more about you, Tim? Yeah, you can find out more about me by going to wagging-tails.com. That's W-A-G-G-I-N-G-T-A-L-E-S.com. Or you can go to talkingwithdogsandcats.com. Either way, I'll lead you to me and tell you a little bit more about uh, me, my services, uh, my books, and all the other wonderful things. Then hopefully I can help you out and build a greater relationship and a greater bond with your animals in your life. Sounds good. Tim, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets. We look forward to your next book, and we'll talk again very soon, I'm sure. Thank you for your insight, Tim. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, I'll guys. let Dr. X know what you said. <laughs> that's Tim, Tim Link, the author of Talking with Dogs and Cats. And right now you're listening, of course, to 
Talking Pets. Don't forget, spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. If you're looking to bring a pet into your life, make sure you go to your local shelter or your rescue group and get one there. From all of us here, we say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. And, of course, enjoy your weekend. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. And I'm Daisy Charlotte. And bye for now. Bye, y'all. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.